0: welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week we watched 1997's Anastasia um, with just an absolute murderer's row of a cat voice cast. Something was in the water in the late 90s. They just all said I'm gonna get that check where I show up in sweatpants. It was I think about this all the time because I think there is no smarter person than Kathy Najemi. She has just showed up played Peggy Hill for like 15 years. Yep nail it and she could nobody could have done it better nobody could have done it better this is you know what in case anybody wonders this is a pro kathy and jimmy podcast okay thank you we didn't need to make a stand we did make that. a line in the same people have been people have been asking for a while yeah and it's mm-hmm. time we, t- we take a stand and um, um i'm ready to be brave yeah But <laughs> yeah. before we start talking about this flick um bitch let's sync up please what have you been up to thank you for asking me um what have i been up to well I am watching The Sopranos again. <laughs> Mazel tov. Um, it feels good. It feels good. I'm back, baby. It's like being home. It does. We know this is my first time watching it in about 10 years. Yeah, it's been... You know, we I watched it as a newlywed, so it's been nine years. Okay. It's, it's Nine time. exactly for me, actually, because yeah. it was the semester that Craig and I spent apart. Picture this. Picture it. 2012. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, College Station, 2012. It's my last semester. He'd moved back... Uh, Home, yeah, and the technology for dual casting really did not exist. Mm, but we mm, tried our best through various you did the ways. old classic. You hit pause. I'm going to go bathroom. I think kind we of like... like managed it through Skype oh, somehow. Okay. What you need to understand at the time is that Skype was the girl on the street, mm-hmm. and and Zoom wasn't out yet. No, yeah, um, but we hadn't tried since, and I don't, I don't think that he actually ever finished it. Oh, Craig. Yeah, so he doesn't know about the super ambiguous ending. I mean, he probably does just through, like, cultural osmosis, right? Yeah, I I would assume. Yeah. Um, So we were probably four or five episodes in. It's good. It's jogging my memory because I... There's two characters named Pussy. Yeah. And that really threw me... Yep. The thing is, is that a lot of them have the same name. Yes. And that's There's why a couple they'll, they'll be like, too. yes, they'll be like, this is Bobby Bacala Yes, versus another Bobby. Yes. You know, um, I mean, Bobby Bacala, I don't know a better person. No, I would trust my future kids in Implicitly. His care. Implicitly. Couldn't have married a worse person. No, she's the absolute worst. (laughs) I haven't gotten to Janice yet, but I know that I will be beaming ear to ear. She's the funniest part, Your Honor. When a character is just truly so horrible, my heart opens wider to make room for them. I love a difficult character. What sign would you say Janice Soprano is? Oh. If you had to guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking Sag, honestly. She's just a whirling dervish of chaos. She is. She really is. My mind went to Aquarius. Oh, yeah. I don't know much about Aquariuses, so that could be... They're heady. Okay. But I think... I think mm, Something about... And I've, I've probably talked about this scene on the show before. But there is a, a moment where she has something resembling... A Nice moment with her, her like sociopathic mother, Livia. Yeah, um, and then they like smash cut to Janice, like smiling, like she went on a good date, and she's singing Mother Shit's and Child so Reunion by Paul Simon. Shit's so funny. I think she's wearing like a Roxy Music t shirt, if I recall correctly. Janice did have good taste, she did, yeah, um, except for that Rolling Stones tattoo. But it's honestly, oh, also it's, well, it's camp. iconic. <laughs> it's is, camp. is there anything more jersey than doing that? No, um. So I don't know. For whatever reason, that reads as like Aquarian behavior to me. Okay, yeah. I don't I know. Feel that. I feel that. Um, thank you for asking, though. Oh my God, what do we think Tony is? I think mm. he's a Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. He's a Scorpio. Uh, he's a troubled man. I think my karma is a Gemini. Just maybe because I re- I like resonate with Carm. You do have a spiritual resonance with Carmela? I love Carmella Soprano. With my whole heart. Well, you know, she, I've been thinking about her this week too in regards to her relationship to the priest. Yeah. In the show. It's, uh-huh. To me, it's a bit similar to. Um, uh, Alexandra, the Tsar's wife, yeah. and her relationship to Rasputin. Rasputin, you're right. Um, which I think both were a little bit unfairly maligned. If you're a lady and you want spiritual guidance mm-hmm. from a, a Catholic order, b- bad news, Buster. It's gonna come from a male, right? Like, so you have no other choice. You can't really make these um, right. These aspersions. You cannot be casting them. No, not on my watch. No. Anyway, I love Carm. I. I I thought about ordering a shirt similar to yours. You should do it. They have a Bobby um, Bacala one. I saw that. Adorable. Lord. One of those shops, too, when I was just searching Soprano's shirt, had a... (laughs) terry shivo vigil 3305 you go girl (laughs) the fact that it said you go girl i was like well they found the audience (laughs) they also had a t-shirt that said like uh silica gel packet do not eat like all over it and i was like i'd wear that too you would damn it i would never wear the terry shivo one in public people don't need to know that about me off the jump but no but boy ooh, you go girl you go girl (laughs) I sat there on my couch, scandalized by what I saw on my screen. But like also, like, do I buy it? Do I buy it? It's, it's tempting. It's tempting. Um, but The Sopranos did inspire a purchase of mine, okay. so I went um, with two of my friends to Lockhart this weekend. Uh-huh. I hesitate to even bring it up, um, because Lockhart is cute as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I've heard that. It's going to be the new hotness. Is that the one that has the haunted jail, though? Or is that Yeah, a- and I okay. went. Yeah. And I went again, and I took photos. Did, did like you see Did you get any orbs? No orbs. Um, they took the holiday off, babe. They did. But, you know, there's a really pretty sick photo of... Uh, it looks like a band photo. I'll show you that. Anna yeah. got of us. Um, oh, word. Looks very... Jenny uh, Lewis and the Watson Twins. I love that. Um, that album is 15 God, years old. it's good, too. It's so good. Um... <laughs> So yes, we went shopping. So we ran into a friend who moved out there. Uh huh. Weirdly, um, and we were asking her how she liked it, and she described it as Stars Hollow. And I was like, Ugh. "You are manipulative and wrong for that." And that's really rude. But it was accurate. The, their town square is cute. Like they've got like a cute record shop, cute coffee shop. That sounds like a fun like. It's 30 minutes away. A Holiday getaway, like a little like yes, you know, like a. Go around Thanksgiving or I'll be Christmas, back. you know. Because the antiquing was dumb. So we went to this one shop. Um, well, we went for barbecue, my right. yearly barbecue at Smitty's, which is one of three, like, world famous yeah. um, barbecue shops in that town. Barbecue shops. <laughs> That's what it's <laughs> called. Um, did you know that we're going through, like, if you probably did. You, you read the news about 900% more than I do. We're having, like, a meat shortage. Uh, you know what? That kind of information goes in one ear and out the other because I don't eat meat, so it doesn't I don't, matter to me. I think it's a supply chain, yeah. whatever. I mean, there's those are messy all over the place yeah. but like yeah there were signs everywhere that were like we can't tell you what the price is going to be necessarily Yikes! Um, catch of the day we'll e- tell you what the price exactly. is when you get here were out of brisket dang oh no uh, i know well but she you should have sausage then i had sausage and i got a pork chop that was stupid okay this place though um very intentionally to be difficult will not give you a fork i thought <sighs> it was, perhaps this is a supply chain fork shortage no, no, they said, we just don't, we don't take kindly to forks around but these we parts. We want to watch you eat it with your hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> which was... I did. Mm-hmm. I did you said right they gave you one piece of sunbeam bread? Yeah, the injera. <laughs> <What>? yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. One piece? Well, I probably could have asked for more, but I, I don't need it. I but, would say that two is usually customary, so you could make yourself a sandwich. I didn't want a sandwich, though. Oh. I just kind of wanted a See, when I used to go to Rudy's in uh-huh. College Station... R.I.P. My intestines, but I used to go do oh my that. God! And uh, it was like a great place to meet up with people. Yeah, you know? of course, of course. Which also Blue Baker. Okay. Brooke and I drove past the I, other I'm Blue Baker that died. on the list. Well, it's gone now. The one in Austin. They were like, like celebrating 25 years in the Brazos Valley. And I was like, don't make me drive out there, girl. Because, girl, Not I would. Not for that Da Vinci pizza. Oh, it's good. But, yeah, I used to go to Rudy's and I would always just get like um, a chopped beef sandwich. It sounds really good, actually. Or I would just make myself mm-hmm. a sandwich out of brisket. It Briscoe. seems so far away, the idea of you eating meat. It's Yeah, it's been four years this if month. You... Actually, maybe like this week. It's, this is like if you gave like pop rocks to a Victorian child, they would just die and. I second. would die, yeah. Like if you had a bite of, of beef, I think my my body would like I, reject it I violently. I love, <laughs> love meat. I love bread and and bre- everything I ate, I love. Yeah, I have not recovered. Yeah, no, I <laughs> know, that. and it was over forty eight hours ago, and I'm I'm not well. Um. Which is, you know, it's fine. But we did some antiquing. I'll I light got a candle for your Colen. I thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. It'll be, it'll be a volcano candle, but the, no, that's what I want. Okay. Yeah. It, right. If if I pass before my time, make sure the vigil is entirely volcano. <laughs> it better smell candles. good in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, I yeah. want you girls hooking on the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the <beams. laughs> on the synthetic fragrance. Oh lord. Um, Went antiquing, found a bunch of fun treasures, but the thing I'm most excited about... Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm excited about all yeah, of it. Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, it was a good haul. It was $69 before tax. Nice. Yeah. Right. This place was really sick, um, and I wish I could remember the name, but I just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a... And I was trying to go after, like, a... Um, soprano's look yeah like I, the the jewelry on those men I think is wonderful the jirly yeah. the jewelry. it's cool it's a it's, very cool vibe it's very unique yeah so I wanted like a kind of flashy pinky ring mm-hmm. so I found a skinny class ring from 1938 <laughs> that's the year Charles our High oldest school. grandparent was born isn't that crazy yeah it's thirty dollars for this ring. Damn, fit like a dream, right on my pinky. So the person that that belonged to would be a hundred year old, 100 all the way old. dead. Yeah, <laughs> all the way dead. Not not holding my breath on that yeah. one. Yeah, did it uh, have a name in it? No, not that I saw. Okay, um, but I'll check. And I do feel good that it's Hurf Jones because I feel like it won't rub, destroy my finger. Right. Exactly. Um. Then we went to the the we call it the jail museum. It's just literally the Caldwell County Museum, but okay. it's like the sheriff's house. Okay. Um and then above it was the jail. It's very creepy. Yeah. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's four dollars. You're gonna have a great time. Okay. Take like photos with your friends. Yeah. I was doing thought poses. I love and being that. Like, I don't really Is like it usually to, pretty empty? So you can yeah. just like take whatever photos oh, you want. Yeah, I don't truly post on Instagram anymore, but my brain is yeah. still in that mode. Well, so you know, it's fun to have those photos. It's fun to have them mm-hmm. and then but my mind is still like creating captions like, oh, stuck in county for having too juicy of an ass again. Like, <laughs> but then that I just am burdened with that thought on my own. <laughs> it's so it's tricky. Enjoy the thirst traps in your own mind. You know, I think they're that's, for me at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. Always. Right. Um, I danced a lot when we got back to Austin. Um, Love well, I'm it. Still... So you shook that brisket up and or that non-brisket. That's that what that I did. Is, I'm essentially a shaken up. Coat you can just at this agitated point. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know, it would be a good idea. Absolutely twirling and doing gymnastics <laughs> to Kate Bush. At least the taste was there. The taste was there. I led a dance class on a Come On Eileen dance. Oh, um, girl, that's the best song to dance to. You understand. And if you're It's actually illegal to not dance to it if you are wearing, like, coveralls. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's punishable by... Why would you dream of not doing that? Right. Right. Well, You knew what you were doing when you donned the uniform. Right. Yeah. And to not participate is a crime against society. And... Yes. You know, we don't condone it. It's, um... No. That and... um, Apolish prisons, but, you know... but mind follows the law. That and Banana Rama's "Cruel Summer." If you're wearing the coveralls, you have to dance. <laughs> that song absolutely rips. It goes so hard. When you watch the video, you're gonna be like, "These are the coolest women I've ever seen of in my course. life." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. Um, An eventful weekend and watching Anastasia and yeah. then doing. Just the lightest bit of research about the Romanovs. I'm glad that you did, because... I could have done hours more of it. They are fascinating. They really are. Russia is uh, opaque to me. You know, she's like a um, girl talk mashup of Uh Europe and Asia. Yeah. I guess that's why they call her Eurasia. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't get my hands around, like, what is Russia? I know. Parker and I were discussing this earlier, and we were like, it's not like Russia is, like, 180 degrees different from, like, the rest of Western society. No, it's just like... It's, like, 20 degrees different. And yeah. So, just and enough to makes a little you. bit like... Ugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, honestly, though, like, the music that comes out of former USSR countries basically it always shreds. Yeah, it's Max. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're anyway. right. Anyway, how are you? What have you been up to? I am doing great. You know, as you know, uh my left ring finger is En fuego. Um apparently I have developed spontaneously an allergy to nickel, which is Fantastic. apparently very commonly found in white gold. So I had to go take my ring to the jewelries, the jeweler. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say that the way you're doing it. It ain't even about the jewelry yeah, There you go. Um, but so you went with me to the domain to do that. Yes. And we, you know, just cut up and found some things we didn't need. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm waiting to hear about how much that's going to cost me to get that little shit replated. Meanwhile, my finger is scaly. Like. I I would not notice if you had not called attention to it. It was like blistered like it was gnarly um but apparently this is common so you know I thought you're about to say it's common with white women <laughs> white gold white gold yeah yeah I, something about the alloy which I'm like not sure what that means it just feels like that should be more common knowledge Agreed. given that people wear these rings forever you know what's funny so when I started googling it I was like ring or rash on my wedding ring or whatever I found a bunch of articles on like brides.com or like weddings.com or whatever that were like hey FYI something to be aware of and I'm like at that point it's like too soon for it to be a problem because usually it happens like they said five to ten years after you get the ring is when the nickel salts like rise to the surface of the white gold which is a weird thought too like how yeah. um anyways I was like cool I wish that I had like read something like that at the time mm-hmm. it wouldn't have changed anything no I would have forgotten it by now yeah <clears throat> I've slept a lot since then um but yeah so and then oh Parker and I watched on HBO speaking of mobsters um we watched No Sudden Move which is like a really pretty terrible name because I keep forgetting what it's called Mm -hmm. um but it's a Soderbergh movie um with uh Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro they're kind of like the main guys and then um our boy Brendan Fraser Love him. recent uh alumnus of the pod um <laughs> he's been on <laughs> yeah he's been on and like a bunch of other people it's like a really pretty star-studded cast but um it's like sort of a heist but like organized crime type story and it's like loosely connected to real events but god we got to a part where they reveal that Ray Liotta is this character they've been discussing like there's like this Frank character that People keep discussing and they don't really show him. And then Ray Liotta showed up, and I was like, Wait, "Was that the skirt. surprise guest?" No, there's okay. another one. Okay. Um, but I, there was like a scene where Ray Liotta and Don Cheadle are like having this like very intense kind of like negotiation over mm-hmm. like the terms of something, and I was like, "I'm home, girls." I just, oh my gosh! I don't know what is broken in our families' brains that we mm-hmm. love organized crime stuff so very much. I know it's popular. Um, but like, why is that the thing? I don't, I, we I do have a, we love a got one over on that guy. We do. We love that. Yeah. I like, think it's like our family's like core a, wound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, grandpa would always be like, you know what? No, I know. I visited him in federal prison. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> he could not wait to tell us about how he got one over on some guy 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. He loves those. are his favorite kind of stories. Um, yeah, it's like, I could honestly mostly leave true crime alone. Like, obviously everyone's kind of... God, I'm not about it. No, you know, like, part. everyone's kind of morbidly fascinated by, like, one serial killer or cult story, you know? Yeah. I think everybody has something about them that's interested in a little bit of that, but, like, I can't do the true crime podcast and, like... No. You know, Dateline's fun to watch because it's, like, an hour. Like, well, and also and Keith the, Morrison. The trash. It's <laughs> so it funny. And, yes, and the people. The people yeah. watching is incredible. In that one episode where they kept being, like... Uh, talking about their like, hot sheet mornings their hot sheet mornings and <laughs> how they not had, a phrase anyone says not a phrase and how they had um, what was it their code names it was like oh god, ugly is it? their code name if, yes, or if, if things, things go bad <laughs> it's like that is a common turn of phrase unlike hot sheet mornings <laughs> Keith is Canadian which as we know is five degrees different <laughs> just enough You're to right. be a little weird this is and we're allowed to be entirely a marrow centric yes that's probably not the right term even Uh, yeah because um it's our week yeah exactly (laughs) it's our country's birth week so yeah be cool you guys you guys are not allowed to be bitches to us this week (laughs) (laughs) um anyways so we loved that movie um I was at first I was kind of like double screening as I am want to do and then I was like bitch I'm in I'm in tapped out and then um yeah. What else did we do? Oh, Sunday we went over to um, some friends' house for a little fourth cookout. They were so sweet. It was Mark and Kara and Summer, mm-hmm. some new friends of ours, and uh, they made Beyond Burgers because Whoa. because I don't eat meat. Yeah, and I was of you. like, that's so nice, and they were delicious. And the kids played, and that was really fun. And then, like that afternoon, we were like, what these? What I thought were ant bites on Marigold. She had like two of them on her knee. Suddenly, there were, like, a bunch more of them. And they were, like, kind of spreading all over. And I was, like, oh, crap. Because her class has had, like... I think the teacher said it's been, like, seven or eight kids that have all gotten hand, foot, mouth disease. um, Which she already had as an infant. So, I didn't think she was going to get it again. But it's, like, a different one. Because this one was not on her hands, her feet, or her mouth at first. It was everywhere else. And then it's gradually moved to her hands, feet, and mouth. Anyways. Um... So that's been fun she had to stay home on monday um bless we, you know i think like most companies were closed on monday ours was but parker was like oh, i'm gonna use the day to like get caught up since mm-hmm. i won't have any meetings and i was like oh yeah but the girl's school was open so i was like oh man the kids are gonna be at school and i'm not gonna be working so i'm gonna like sleep and then i'm gonna like you didn't use that opportunity to go see zola well i ended up having the baby oh home. damn it that's right but also Zola's not playing during the day for some reason. I forgot to mention that in my update, Stupid. but everyone you, should go see Zola. I cannot wait. Um by the way, did you see the Succession Season 3 trailer came out today? No! They had well watched after this. They had like Please. an intense version of the theme song playing in the background, like ratcheted up somehow. Oh, and I was they, like, like, make it like spooky. Kind of. And I was like, ah, I am... I can't wait. Kid Roy has, like, one of the dumbest lines in the trailer. And I was like, I love that stupid man. How can that actor be, like, actually hot in real life (laughs) and then play, like, such a humiliating character? The dumbest. Kieran Culkin was also in um, No Sudden Move. Oh, okay. You know who understands the assignment every single time is Kieran Culkin. Any Culkin, truly. Truly all of them, Yeah, yeah. It's like they just show up and they very clearly do exactly what they're supposed to Odd-looking do. Odd-looking people. <laughs> strange, yeah. A strange, strange crew. A strange crew. Yeah. But uh, I, I like them dearly. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, But yeah, and then that's kind of like it. We're going to California in a couple days, which I need now after this whole like hand-fit-mouth debacle. Um, Yeah, and then, oh my God, I don't know if you can hear my voice. I sound husky like Lindsay Lohan or uh i natasha leone uh exactly <laughs> my allergies are i sneezed probably like 70 times the other day and i was like what the hell yeah is going nuts. on it's like violent sneezes too where i'm like okay and I, stand talking clear about the this. I think that this has got to be a historic allergy season kind of like the 17 year cicadas yes it must be because Ugh. every it's poof like that that when i went temporarily blind in one eye essentially yeah, yeah. something yeah and then like i feel like this is you know pure conjecture i don't know anything about science but like it feels like the fact that it's been cloudy and it'll rain for like three minutes like the forecast mm-hmm. b- keeps being like it's gonna rain all week girl and then like i just keep waiting for it it's like there's enough rain to shake the pollen loose and not enough to rinse it away i believe that you know yeah Yeah, we need a a, a deluge. I need a deluge. Mm -hmm. Après me comes the flood. Yeah, I always think, I always be thinking about that. Après moi le deluge. Um, Anyways, should we start talking about uh, Anastasia? Anastasia Beverly Hills. I would love to. Um, Okay, so this came out when I was 11. So I remember it. Hmm. It was like when I was in sixth grade. Okay. That's prime time for you and or for that like that age range. I yes, it cuz it's like very like this is going to be something that is like going to spark your imagination, gal. Mm. And um it was also probably trying to ride the Titanic wave of, I like I think it was. Oh, the glamour of the 1910s and, and 20s. 20s. Oh, absolutely. And uh, something about Dimitri just really hit and made some waves in the eleven to thirteen year old him age curtained range. Curtained hair. They gave him the hair we all wanted at that time. Which, Was is that historically accurate? I don't think so. Yeah, the twenties. I don't know. Men did have kind of they had longer, longer hair. They, hair, but they didn't wear it like a bowl cut kind of no. A I situation. thought it was typically actually sort of flounced atop the head. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. No, I mean, they were not going for historical accuracy. They were like, what? Wait, what do you mean? With his hair. Oh. No, yeah. Because the the movie has talking bat. Oh, fair point. I was referring to the look. Which... Which was accurate. Accurate, yeah. I, I feel. So this movie, again, has like... Uh, a very similar Sleeping Beauty type beginning. Yes. The Someone same. shows crashes a party with a curse. Does something pretty unchill. I, so I, okay, a couple things about this. First of all, I do feel that the animated Rasputin was um, terrifying. Terrifying, but they kind of nailed the hairline. <laughs> they did. <laughs> he had a center part. And it was, like, back a little Mm -hmm. and greasy, like, flat. Greasy. Very greasy. Very greasy. They um, They had Christopher Lloyd doing his very best, uh, what's the dude? The Scar. Scar. Yeah, what's his name? Jeremy Uh, Irons. Jeremy Irons, who um, is most famous for doing the guided tour of uh, Westminster Westminster Abbey, I would say. But, like, why would you not simply hire Jeremy Irons? I guess Christopher Lloyd's rates were better. Well... Christopher Lloyd's rates are always better. <laughs> true. But Fox is boo-boo. Yeah, that's true. This is a Fox film? Yes. Craig asked the same thing. He's yeah. like, wait, was this Disney? And I was like, that's does what's... this look like Disney to you, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Parker was like, this wasn't Disney. He looked at it for a second and was like, animation's no, the, not right. The frame rate is... It's the frame rate. That's how it you. Might as well it. be a Nickelodeon, honestly. <laughs> it was bad. It was so slow and like choppy and weird. But then they would have these really like ambitious, um, like aerial sort of yes. shots. Like they they cared a lot more about the the setting than they and did the music. The, characters. the music ripped. One Absolutely, ripped. one must admit. Mm-hmm. I have this to movie, concede. it's like it knew it would eventually be a Disney property because it ripped from Disney properties quite a bit. So much. So we have like the beginning. The um, Romanovs are having one of their fancy parties. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my god, and the narrator's like... Which is uh, Mrs. Potts. That's what I thought. What's her name? I... I love her. Why am I not... She's Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Oh, let's see if we can think of it. Murder, She Wrote. (laughs) Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. Uh, She's like, those days were so beautiful. We had all these beautiful parties before everything was ripped from us. And I'm like... Yeah, it was like a really fun time for like three hundred people. Yeah, <laughs> and shit the, sucked the, for everybody else. Dowager Empress did have a pretty tragic life though, because her husband. Oh, I don't know anything about her. Um, I will now regale you with facts about it, uh, the Romanovs. So, I think her husband actually might have died of regular causes. Um, okay, it was Alexander the Third. Okay, who was very like M strong man. Yeah, like literally was known to rip. Um. Like decks of cards in half. Oof. Had a giant sebaceous cyst on his left left side of his nose that oh. people made fun of him for. So oh. he just posed with, facing the other way. Were those way. not poppable? That's what I'm wondering. Isn't it's, it just like a big old pimple? Go see Dr. Pimple Popper okay. on that one, bitch. She'll help you. So he was um, succeeded by Nicholas II who is just famously an idiot. Yeah. Like, I think um, surprisingly I was shocked to learn this. the the um, current the contemporary Russian view on the Romanovs is extremely um, sympathetic. I believe that because they're in an oligarchy right now. Well, yes, that's true. <laughs> so, but that but it kind of never went away. Like there were yeah. always like private. Um, mm-hmm pilgrimages to the uh, Yekaterov home where okay. they were slaughtered. Okay. like, But I think there were, like, record numbers of it this year, like 200,000 people. Well, you know, that's interesting because, like, after the French Revolution... Um, it was like, you know, you said, as you said, the Russian Revolution had some pretty not chill things oh happen. Oh my God. Like it got, you know, out of hand at some points. And obviously re- <laughs> revolutions want to do I would say it, to was, do it was pretty out of hand from the jump. Yeah. Those people found out about dynamite and were like, oh, hell yeah. Can't wait. And like the French Revolution, you know, a lot more heads may be rolled than were strictly necessary. Uh, you know, as Oscar Wilde described it, the excesses of the French Revolution. Was, revolutions, the thing about them is that they're never really very Chill. They're not, yeah, they're not super chill. <laughs> they're not fun. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, they, but like, you know, so there was like a lot of populist uprising of anger against... Marie Antoinette's family but then like I don't know less than a hundred years later they had like reinstated the monarchy well and the 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 people that typically execute and organize on the overthrow are more middle than the lower class right almost always they have a little more proximity to that power yes like linen was very much of that case yeah um and Yeah, like, even when he was exiled, they were, like, giving him a pretty nice little sum of money. Um, <laughs> take Lenin's, this and go away, please. <laughs> right. Lennon's older brother uh-huh. did try to kill um, Nicholas's father. Okay. And then they were like, we will spare you if you repent. And he was like, I'm not going to do that. And oh, so they no. killed him. And then his younger brother was like, okay, I will take, I'll take, <laughs> I will take my package and Right. Retire. I'll be back on that one. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, well, and Nicholas's grandfather was exploded in such a brutal way at this by the revolutionaries yeah so this is yes here's the thing and this, that's what the Dowager Empress is that's no, that's no that was um, that was her father-in-law who was exploded okay, gotcha okay um, so the the trouble on this preceded this movie by like 40 years yeah. at least yeah um, and it, when I think about it it's like it kind of seems inevitable that right. this would have happened although funnily enough Marx said that uh, he never predicted Communist uprising really? in Russia. He was like, "Oh, that will never work in Russia." Um, <laughs> and yikes! yikes. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, there are like there were accounts in the newspaper of uh, basically immediately his legs uh, exploded away from him. <laughs> his guts <laughs> oh were outside of him. Oh no! Half of his face was gone. If you go to his Wikipedia page, someone drew like. Or, sorry, the Wikipedia page for, like, the assassination of Alexander II. Um, so there's, like, a horrible portrait of what it looks to be, like, on organ next to him. No. Um, Yucky. So, things are pretty, pretty... Oh, that was the Winter Palace thing. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. So, by the time it got to Nicholas II, he, like... Um. Oh my God. He was very much like an absolute monarch. Yeah. And and a himbo. In a him hot. <laughs> um, hot. A himbo, but like he was an absolute monarch in the 20th century when everyone else was like, I think we got to ease up off this idea. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And did they talk about that in the movie or like the TV show The Romanovs? You yes. watched that, right? Yes, I did. Like, I started hey, re-watching it a little bit today. It's not modern. It's not mo- well. In his first speech, he was like influenced by his like ain't shit uncle who mm. was Mm-mm. also very much into, like, divine rule. And he, like, in his first address to the nation was like, you guys are getting some really funny ideas <laughs> and I want to quell that right now. <laughs> like it literally was that tone and everyone was like, yo. And then, so he had his, um, at his coronation, you know, there, I, Oh yeah, there was the like an the uprising thing? then too. Well, no, it wasn't an uprising. It was actually very sad. So he, um, and okay, I'll show you a picture of this. It's very pretty. Um, as was custom like you would th- throw kind of like a picnic for the peasants yeah um, oh there was like a collapse of there something. was like a yeah the, the fence was poorly designed I want to say 1400 people were trampled to death god yeah and so he apparently was like extremely horrified by this and was supposed to go to a party that night and was like I for sure should not go to this and his uncle was like absolutely you should <laughs> and so like everyone it, it, things did not start off on a good foot here no like he was kind of doomed from the jump yikes Um, But, okay, so the things they were giving away to the peasants were, like, snacks, bread, all that stuff. And they mentioned in this docuseries on Netflix, which, by the way, is a companion piece to this. You should watch The Last SARS. It's fantastic. I also watched a a documentary on the Russian Revolution today, too. Oh, I thought we were talking about that show. Was it The Last SARS? Yeah. That wasn't a docudrama. Yeah, it is. It was just, like, a straight-up drama. No, they show how far ended. did, did they you get? have like narrators? They had historians. Did you get five minutes in? No, no. I thought I watched the whole like first or second episode. It's no, like they've well, they got like they keep cutting to historians. But they have actors. Yeah. It's a docudrama. And this is the one where they like show. The thing about a docudrama is that it's both docu <laughs> and <a> drama. <laughs> and what I recalled was just the drama part. Oh, because it was compelling and they hired pretty people for it. And did they like, didn't they show Rasputin's like orgies and stuff? They've heard, you see you see a but, Oh a, in okay. the first episode. You don't see that in many docudramas. You don't dramas. get that in a lot of places, no. <laughs> okay. But look at this cute commemorative mug that oh, you would have Oh, she's cute. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was 1896 that happened. Not great stuff. Mm-mm. Um. But he and his wife are super in love. Yeah. Adorable. Which is cute. I'll give them and they're that. They're both Queen Victoria's grandchildren, is that right? I think so. And he looks exactly like, exactly like George his cousin. V. Mm-hmm. Exactly That's the like the Queen's him. grandfather, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um. Whew. And anyway. That was not that long ago. It's crazy how not that long ago it was. This is nuts. Um so Anyway, he's got five kids. Uh, Anastasia's the oldest. Okay, I didn't realize she um, was supposed to be the oldest. Alexi is his oldest boy, who's the one who's a hemophiliac. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really the reason Rasputin has his main. Weasel his way in is yeah. because he was had a skill at healing mm-hmm. um, this kid. Now, did he but, also had some sexual healing. He did, as I recall. Yes, the rumors the were queen. that he did that. Th- those are rumors, rumors. primarily. I would maybe believe it, but I don't know. I believe it. Historians have tried to explain the healing thing by being like, well, he just disallowed Advil as the thing. And I was like, I don't know that that's what happened. <laughs> I'm a, I, as a historian myself, believe I think that's Rasputin <laughs> magician. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's something going on there. He's there's creepy. something going he on there. So he, they kind of hint at a curse um, on this show. And this is, oh, I don't know if it's. Kind Bruce of gonna, hint at it. Well, sorry, not kind of hint. I should say, like, they... He curses them. Yeah, he curses them, but I'm giving the story as to why he would. Oh, okay. So, he... Rasputin was this, like, mystic monk who was part of the Christi um, cult, which uh, they would self-flagellate and have orgies and all this stuff. uh. Um, But... He was very much a part of the royal family, and then, like, in Nicholas's absence, he did actually influence a lot of decisions um, for Alexandra. Yeah. So, that's why we have that killer bony M song. Ra, ra, Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. It's a great song. It's a... It's very fun. So other members of the royal family were like this guy's supernatural. he's the reason for our problems <laughs> not the not myriad is of unaddressed the issues right. during the later industrial revolution um, so they conspire to kill him and then this is where people tend to disagree on how it happened but apparently they poisoned him and he seemed fine <laughs> like they poisoned every bit of his food and he was like yum 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 we'd we'll love some more <laughs> and delicious then they shot him three times nothing doing and then finally had to throw him in like freezing water but other people say like oh when he was recovered there was just one shot to the back of the head now i prefer mythos because that is what um that's interesting my professor in 10th grade told me right <laughs> Um because and i would believe james roland over anyone he exactly he read the horrible histories account and was like this my kids will like it, this yes and he knew and he you was right to, you have to make history colorful because i can't just hear about like the Doge no you know nope. or like the Alsace Laurent. God. I don't care I always. was just thinking about Mr. rollin the other day because I was reading something about the Quattrocento and I was like that's the first time I heard that word I do, what does that even mean I forgot. oh it's the f- 14th century mm. I was reading about um, this is why um what's her face Elizabeth Siddle mm. she was Gabrielle dante Rossetti's wife okay and muse and she's the ophelia in the painting oh so she's hot extremely beautiful but um kooky kooky situation with mm. her and then like her well, she was like a she grew up really really poor and then the Rossetti's were like all very well to do mm-hmm. and professional and they were like mm, you sure about her <laughs> and uh but her her um Patron was the dude from the Effie Gray movie. The who, what was that? Oh, who oh. was his name? Her husband. Shoot. Well, okay, hold on. That's going to drive me crazy. Um, but then also, okay, sorry. And that guy in that movie, I'm making all kinds of connections here. I'm loving it. Like guy in that movie, Tom Sturridge. Tom Sturridge is hot. Apparently, John Everett it, Malaise. John Everett. No, no, no. That, that's, the, that's the Sturridge character. I'm talking about the John one she Ruskin? marries. John Ruskin? John Ruskin. Okay. Um, yeah, he was a patron of Elizabeth Siddle and like paid her a couple pounds a year to just like collect all of her drawings and poems and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. so you were like a sugar daddy, but you didn't expect anything because you were famously weird about sleeping with women huh do you remember that movie yes I do and he like just never it was like two months ago yeah well I know yeah. but um anyways no on Who Weekly they were discussing how Tom Sturridge was in another movie set in a similar time period with the other fanning with Elle Fanning who, uh who bringing was it back to what Russia was, was called was in The Great um we should cover The Great at some point we should um I need to finish it um that came up on Who Weekly because two of the other people in that movie, the Elle Fanning movie that I'm looking for. Okay, he was in Far From the Madding Crowd, but I don't think she was. No, I think it may have come out like last year. Was it All the Bright Places or... that doesn't Was say. it Mary Shelley? It had to be Mary Shelley. Uh, yes, it was Mary Shelley. Oh, and he played Lord Byron? Oh, we gotta watch yes, that. Yes, we gotta watch that. We it's do, got absolutely. a strong 6.5. We should watch that at Halloween time. Okay, yeah. I'll kind of like gothic. Put that one in the back. But it's like okay. all those same, those same characters because Belle Powley, whoever that is, and. Uh, Stephen Dillon also in that movie I yeah, think are engaged he's from um, Game of Thrones or Douglas Booth sorry anyways but all yeah, this to say all this to say wow um, I really got very far field no, there again Good. so back to the movie Anastasia yes so Rasputin comes in oh so the thing about his curse is that there might be some real life accuracy to that because Probably. the people that were killing him he was like you kill me the Romanovs are dead within a year. But the thing about that is that he was just maybe that was just it. gonna happen. Yeah, he, he lit his finger and stuck it in the wind. He could read the field on that <laughs> exactly. one. I think. I feel like anyone could have, mm-hmm. but also except for them who did not leave. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, stupid. I would have simply left the country. I would have left. Um, so they're having a great party. Anastasia's like sitting on her mo- her granny's lap, and she's like, "Did it seem like she was like too old to have a voice that tiny?" Well, in real life, she was 15 in 1916. Okay. But in the movie, they decided she would be 8 for right. no clear she reason. She sounded like an 8-year-old, but kind of looked like a young teenager to me. Yes. And they had that was young like- Kirsten Dunst doing the voice. And then... Lacey Chauvert singing for her. Although, I guess she wouldn't have been that, that young in 97. How old is Kiki Dunst? She's, uh, like, two years older than me. Yeah, but she was in Drop Dead Gorgeous, like, the next year. Yeah, like, two years later playing a 16-year-old. It, 16 year old. it isn't quite... It's not crawling over for me. Yes. Yeah. So, there's, you know, her grandmother's like, I'm going to bounce to Paris. Yeah. Come visit me. Real life, her grandmother left to Paris when things got a little dicey. Smart. Was, right. She had a brain. Um... So, in in the movie they're showing Nicholas, I feel like Alexandra is, spe- like, conspicuously absent. Because, mm. I mean, the tie to Rasputin... Right. Her boyfriend really crashed a party is he, what happened. Exactly. So, he came in, all Maleficent, and mm-hmm. was like, um, a curse on you. Yeah. I will kill all of the um, Romanovs with my bats. He even had him have, like, a green stone, like Maleficent. Yes. Come yes. on, you guys. It's crazy. Reinvent the wheel a little bit. So famously, the wheel. they were not actually shot in the countryside. It was bats. A bunch of spooky <laughs> bats who yep. killed them. Little white bats. Little white bats. With jokes. But there's a little boy. Yeah, they do have jokes. A little boy <laughs> working at the palace who like hides Anastasia and the grandmother who gets out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Anastasia... Again, despite the fact that she's... Okay, I guess for an 8-year-old, it makes more sense to forget your childhood. Because when I believed she was 15, I was like, there's no way she just forgot she's Romanov. Well, like, there's also trauma. Trauma's for real, and I get that. But, like, it seems like you wouldn't forget everything. (laughs) Everything, right. But what do I know? Right. So she's, she's at an orphanage with a lady named Comrade Flemenkoff. Yeah. And whoever came up with that name... They were having fun. They were have they were cutting up. And who was it that did that voice? That was another one though, Andrea Martin. Yeah, I know it was a fun one. This cast. And she looks had like three lines. They were like, we need Andrea, Andrea Martin. Martin. Yeah, can't just find anybody else. No, no one else, Not everyone will do for this. No. So Anya is what yeah. she's going by now, and, yeah. and famously she has the Meg Ryan haircut. And yes. yes, like a very yes. Angu- like a Christmas tree flocking, and they gave. The, it's almost like they just recorded Meg Ryan's face saying the words and drew over it. Yeah. And honestly, as lazily as this movie looks put together, I believe it. Because mm-hmm. the eyes are really her. Oh, yeah. And the mouth and stuff. So she's got an adorable dog. What was his name? He has bangs. What was his name? It was, it was a cute little name. He did have bangs. He had, like, Meg Ryan hair, too. Yeah. Everyone in this movie <laughs> is a reflection of Meg Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Sean sack damn 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 <laughs> john cusack in the 90s he made some points specifically yeah <laughs> um let me see uh if i can find this dog dog's name god remember that horrible edgar Allan poe movie we watched with him absolutely terrible what was it called was it like the raven the raven and the, the th- things the, the things that we've labored on for this podcast i <laughs> think about it is that like i love john cusack so much gen excellence Mm -hmm. but the man can't pick a good script to save his absolute well except for hot tub time machine one and two (laughs) (laughs) true 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 um man that's another one in the unexpected that molly loves that category oh did you know that billy porter was among the ensemble and character voices as was jk simmons what wait wait what it says at the at the bottom of the voice cast thing on Wikipedia, it says JK Simmons, Victoria Clark, I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, Billy Porter, Patrick Quinn, ah. I don't know who that is, and Lilius White, we feel among you like should know who Patrick Quinn is. <laughs> we're among the ensemble and character voices. Weird. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. That's suspicious. Patrick Quinn. Yeah. Died okay. in two thousand six. Well, I actually know nothing of him. Um Okay. So Anya reads her locket and is like, I should go to Paris. Yeah. But she can't really get out of Russia due to the fact that (laughs) (laughs) it's a revolution going on out there. there. Right. I don't... They got this revolution on. (laughs) They do have that on. Um, I think... Was Lenin in power? Did Lenin ever come to power? Was he just sort of like the agitator dumb bitch hours girl i don't know stalin I, wasn't yet i don't believe i read animal farm and then it like so you know slid off <laughs> my brain <laughs> okay well she couldn't get her papers <laughs> and at this yeah. point we we hear the town and gentry being like things are so glum <laughs> <laughs> have you heard that song goes though, that too. song goes once it gets going yeah and it, like my my you know American entertainment complex senses were tingling because it was like, oh, we have to do have an explicitly anti-communist song in this right in this movie. But at the same time, like, I don't doubt that they probably were a little bummed, (laughs) right? Like, a lot of a a lot of the joie de vivre left, right? The the place page Um, six has been just empty. Well, and what's funny too is just full of reporting on what people posted on Instagram. (laughs) S M H. Truly, S M H. They um the socialist party at the time did immediately get rid of all newspapers that did not uh, reflect their views they were like this is bourgeois and I will shoot you if you write it again <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah it's, absolute power corrupts absolutely truly <laughs> um, anyway uh so she someone in in line at the train station is like go to see Dimitri and these dudes are just holed up at the palace like they're casting, which how how'd you get a key I, how'd you get a k is the question how'd you get they a act key? like this palace was just empty now that the communists are here and I'm like, no, I bet you, they probably just had like communist stuff it's in there it's still pretty it's still pretty <laughs> the, the people own it right it belongs to the workers you know? right the workers um so they're trying to find a fake anastasia to bring to the dowager empress so that they can get what was it like 10 million rubies rubles or something like that yeah yeah rubies yeah Idiot. there's some like um, reward <laughs> yeah um and which also the, who is the older gentleman in this? He's based on a real character. Oh, um, it was like Vlad, but his name was like Vlad Vostovsky, uh, whatever. Yeah, Kelsey that, Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, and, and I can't. I read something about how he was like for real, but I don't. I don't remember now. Um, so they, she walks in. and They're like, va va voom! You look just like Anastasia. But like, how did she stumble in there? Well, her dog went in, and she ripped the. Oh, okay. She were okay. you watching the film? Yeah, oh, it was it on just- your phone? <laughs> I was eating some lentil soup. Okay, okay. wow. Because I'm a worker. Because I was gonna say, were you were you larping <laughs> as a worker? <laughs> um. I'm just a vegan, and that's how I eat. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, so they they're gonna take her to. Um, Paris. Uh-huh. Now, one of the remaining bats is still chilling in the castle. And this boy, is played by Hank Azaria. He's cutting up. Bartolk. Let me tell y'all. Hank Azaria really cornered the market on any kind of kooky accent. Uh-huh. Whether it was appropriate or not. I was about to say. In the night, <laughs> Right. Uh, he said, I will take, for for your coins. Mm-hmm. He said, i can do be do any offensive stereotype. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but he was the comic relief in the film. Yeah, was so needed because this film was so dark. It is so heavy without him. Yeah. So he but he he's a little turncoat this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so why we love him He honestly. sees a, a young woman happy about to go get money and he's like, "Let <laughs> me go report to my boss who I no longer work for. You simp?" Like so he I don't know. He's a messy bitch who lives for drama he's a Gemini. and he's been bored. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say he's a Gemini. <laughs> So he scoots on down to Rasputin who is like in limbo, right? Like, because he's like, I, yeah. I don't understand why he did the spell. No, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, this was the movie's way of sort of sidestepping the uglier truth of what happened to the Romanovs. Right. But so he's. Or like making you be like, were there valid points? Were there valid reasons why they might have been, you I mean, know. Yeah, I think that they wanted to capitalize on the West's very recent at that time fascination with Anastasia. Because, yes. But, like, mostly. Because I was reading about like Romanov sentiment, and for the most part, no one gave a shit outside of Russia. Right. Yeah. Right. But there were just very occasionally the incidents that yeah. would spark up. So I think around this time, people were like, "Oh yeah, what happened to her?" Yeah. Well, there was like, I mean, I'm sure. Oh you could yeah, get to the, it, the, actual, the imposter situation. But like, don't they refer to her in? Um, well, there's that uh, sympathy for the devil. They talk about Anastasia, but maybe, I guess, because that was like around the time when he would have mm-hmm. written that song. That was around the time that she was like. No, I really am though, for real. Like I think she made like a couple of plays, right? Didn't the woman that claimed to be Anastasia like continue she, that claim until she died? Yeah, no, till she till she died, and she she kind of looked the part. Yeah. Um, but then they did like a DNA test, and they were like, um, a serf. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they somehow were like, this is not the DNA of royalty. Oh, no, peasant. Yeah. Well, and then apparently they they have found they have DNA ID'd some of the. Of Anastasia's remains, that she there she's now interred with the rest, the rest of, her of her family, family. Um, and I think was sanctified, oh, by the Russian Orthodox Church. Okay, that's nice. It is nice. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean the, the like Romanov sentimentality is extremely tied to yeah. religiosity. Yeah, um, that makes sense. which makes sense because they you know uh, they were like the tenant farmers for God, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so. Anyway, um, Rasputin was like, oh, I would love to kill her now that I know that she's alive so that I can, in fact, be powerful and not have my bones sort of wiggle apart. Yeah. And, it, like, it, they almost sort of, I felt like, treated it like it was his unfinished business and why he was in limbo and not just straight up hell. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so, wait, I'm sorry, are you expecting reward on the other side of killing this young woman? Right. I don't, come on. Anyways. It didn't, it didn't quite... I'm telling you, this movie didn't quite add up for me. It's, well, I was reading about the history of the production, and oh, I've got some reasons, I, but you go I ahead. I would love to hear that. So he basically sings um, Be Prepared. Yes. And, and at the also, end of the day. At the end of the day. Yeah. It's a combination of those exact. The, was like, the choreo is Be Prepared. And then, what, yeah, that's like the what he's saying. And then like the chorus in the background, What is? what are they singing? It's like, it's not at the end of the day, but it's like something very similar. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't remember how that song went, but i remember thinking it ripped it it goes and honestly yeah. the visuals are fun too that's the thing yeah when he's like go bouncing his little head around like a volleyball yes it's classic they're just having fun if you're in like a zombie state and you're not throwing your head around what are you doing the thing about this it's like, like an movie. octopus that wouldn't play drums you know like <sighs> heartbreaking heartbreaking um the thing about this movie too is that um as dark as it is there's like two or three scenes where i'm like yo this shit's fun oh yeah but we'll, can, we'll get to another one. So, he's going to send his little bats after her on her journey to kill her. Yeah. And we start on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, they realize their papers is wrong. Yeah. Because they're supposed they to be right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, they go Ugh. to the baggage cart. Yeah. And at that point, the bats... I don't know I guess disappear the conductor her. yeah and then they basically have to like <laughs> disappear they the conductor did, the conductor's not there <laughs> simply they gone had, they have to decouple the cart and put the brakes on the whole situation yep. before they go off a cliff and I don't know how they got out of that situation after the fact they didn't really make it super clear no but they didn't just, even have bruises they just got they right up and they kept walking didn't bruise those animated characters no um they walk through the Rhine a bit I guess uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. know and they take some buses yeah um and then a boat from germany yes the boat was very class yeah um rusputin decides that he wants to do something cruel yeah extra cruel to kill her um so he sprinkles some fairy dust in her ear and makes her um have like i don't know like a psychedelic experience about seeing her family until she nearly like walks off the boat yeah uh which at what certain point her boyfriend goes and gets her what's his name Dimitri. Dimitri. So, and they have that classic, like, enemies turn lovers situation. Yeah. Never really worked for me. If I hate you, I'm going to keep hating you, probably. Thank you. I don't, well, actually, I say that. I, I, I'm a softie. If I hate you, you I'll probably end up liking you at some point. You, but yeah, I'm... we don't feel that way necessarily socially. But romantically, yeah. if a no. dude was a dick to me, I didn't give him a second chance. That's exactly it. Yeah. Romantically, it's over. <clears throat> um, done. Socially, I just think most people are pretty chill. Yeah, exactly. Um... But anyway, so they get to Paris, at which point we have a classic like "Welcome to the West." I we love. have all art. You that, know that shit ripped. That Paris good. scene they was fun. There's a little fun. Josephine Baker. It's fun. It's good. Yeah. Um, and then they go meet Miss Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. Who you re- you had an excerpt from like an article? Oh my about God, it. Can I read this? Yes. Um, <laughs> I sent inappropriate. This yes who's like what is her character's deal she's like a she's and a companion or what of the dowager uh, the sister, I think. Oh, or is sister-in-law, she her sister? Something like okay. that. Bernadette Peters was not pleased with the design for her character. According to Gary Goldman, Peters was very physically fit at the time of production and was disappointed that Sophie was drawn so heavyset. My whole life is thunder. R- like, Why and, did they have to say at the time? Bernadette yeah, Peters... Yeah, I was about to say, was there a time when Bernadette Peters was not, like, absolutely physically fit? 1970s coked out skinny? Always. 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 She has Studio 54 build. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and I she love will, her for And it. she will continue to. I love it for her. Yes. Um, so, <sighs> because the dowager's like, I've seen enough dupes. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see another Anastasia. And then Dimitri's like, the frick you won't and like basically kidnaps her and was like meet your granddaughter and this was kind of an inappropriate move I thought inappropriate yeah he like kidnaps her he straight up kidnaps her yeah oh but we did we we missed the like makeover scene too there was like the welcome to Paris scene scene, was they give her a ponytail that makes her look like straight up like Ariel yeah it well, was, like this movie, again, was derivative about many things. Oh Yes. I, this was Fox's first animated movie, by the way. It and and showed. And their only one with a female lead for, like, the next 14 years after that. Oh. Wow. Yeah, well, they had to do things like Iron Giant, obviously. Oh, naturally. Because um, people were clamoring the for people, it. You know what? People do feel very sentimental about Iron Giant. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's not really for me. I don't care for robot stuff. Uh, it's not a plot device that grips me. You know what's a stupid shitty thing that what? came out when I was a kid was the Brave Little Toaster. Oh my god. I, I can't even talk about the Brave Little Toaster. And the feelings that it the makes
1: people have. The Brave Little people Toaster have.
0: is like a fever nightmare. It's such a weird thing but like also, also these little blanket. Objects. Well yeah. I, I compared myself to blanket in a corporate environment. <laughs> <laughs> no. I am blanket at work. Um, Man. Wow. Well, yeah that movie straight up does terrify me though. Yeah it's a weird who how did that get greenlit? I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> um and who made it? Cuz it was not it was not Fox. It was that um, that was uh, like from I the think 80s. It was like a Disney. Oh, no. It's a British anim, or British American animated musical film. Who did it? Who did uh, this to us? <laughs> Let me see. They did a, a sequel too, didn't they? Hyperion Animation along uh, with the Kushner Lock company. I don't know. Their rights were acquired by Disney though in 1982, so they I showed have it. Such doubt. It was uh Yikes. I would like to never think about that movie again. Thank you. Um, <sighs> anyway, yes, she has a makeover. The Dowager princess is like, you and me, kid. I think this is going to work. Um, upon realizing that she's the the genuine article, Dimitri's like, she'd never be with me. And then he has a little pity party for himself. Um, <laughs> once he just rolled her eyes. <laughs> I get it. I just don't feel like they give me any reason to think that Either of them noticed or cared about each other. It's like you a didn't handful feel of... the frisson. No, I mean, I feel like when he when he sees her, there's like the male gazy moment where he's like, "Wow, you look really beautiful," mm-hmm. and that's like nice and everything. But like, they hadn't really had like jokes or anything really it, much before that. No, they were just actually just kind of mean coworkers. To each other. Yeah, they were coworkers. Yeah, in the, in the and not particularly drift. like friendly ones. You know? Yeah, I don't know how he didn't recognize her. Right, since he saved her life. Right. Um... But, so she goes to this fancy party. Rasputin is like, I'll kill her myself. Um, I don't remember what happens from here. I know it doesn't shake out so hot for him. Um, no, this was, like, when you got here. And so I was, like, not super Okay, so duper neither of us actually, like, know what happened to him. <laughs> but we do know that the funny bat sets this one out. Dimitri, like, knocks him off something or okay, something. So Dimitri, Dimitri saves is the one Because he comes in and he's, like, not... Nice try, Buster, or something. Yeah. He tries to like do the I'm gonna take care of the maiden kind of a moment. Yes. Um, a strange film. This one. A strange film. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> the, the dowager empress is like, perhaps you guys should go on a Rhine River cruise, which is what they do. Right. Well, well yeah. Well, she says she the says Sen, something I like. should say it's on the Sen. Um, you said Rhine River cruise. I last did. <laughs> I did. And I because I listened. Wow, guys. I listened to last week's episode. The day after. And at the time, I thought that I had expressed pretty clearly during the episode that I had taken a Delta 8 gummy, which is Lindsay is currently on. <laughs> Lindsay yeah. and I are both sitting here with, like, big aviator <laughs> glasses, looking like a pair of cutie David Koresh's. <laughs> <And laughs> it's the look vibe. It's the look vibes. And Lindsay is vibing. The eyelids are getting a little heavy. Yeah. Um. um but so last week about halfway through the episode it hit my brain function gave up <laughs> it was all so 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 difficult so and if you heard me, what a better movie than hercules honestly i got all of the characters names wrong i kept calling them heracles <laughs> zeus all of these things you understand yeah. yeah um but i do feel that i made some pretty cogent points yeah uh i i played I played with an injured brain, and I did great, I think. I think that's awesome for you. I think so, too. I am teetotal tonight for now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love that as a verb. Just because I have to uh, drive home. I had to call (laughs) my husband to take a lift to Lindsay's house to drive me home last time. I teetotal. I said I'm teetotal. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I thought it was a verb. But I do like teetotal as a verb. I don't know if that's accurate, but I'm, try it. I'm teetotal is also very funny. I, 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 I <laughs> it's I've, a silly word. I think I'm going to be using that more because it feels disingenuous to tell people that I'm sober, right? Because I'm there's no there's no drama, right? I I just stopped drinking, right? Um, but yeah, I do like being like, well, I'm teetotal. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So what I was reading about the production of this. show. Oh ship, my god! Please tell me. So apparently. Uh, the LA Times reported, and this is as early as May 1994, they started working on the germ of an idea. So it was these two guys, Don Bluth, Gary Goldman. I don't know. That Gary Goldman did a bunch me. of other things, but um, they had signed a deal to produce a movie for Fox. And they, uh, for a long time, they like hired a bunch of people, got all this money, and they were like, um, they were like, maybe we'll adapt like The King and I or like My Fair Lady. And so, um, but that they were like we can't improve on like Audrey Hepburn so we shouldn't bother and so then they were like what if we did Russia and made it my fair lady a little bit and so they they took elements from Pygmalion oh with like a peasant being so that's why it all feels a a little weird so they they use that as like the mannequin was just sort of like Stuck in the microwave, and then they put the same clothes on it. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they kept they they made the frame of something, uh huh, and then slightly demolished that frame a little bit, okay. and then just kept building on top of yep. it. Okay, so they're like removing the legs out of the Pygmalion story, uh huh. In that she's supposed to actually be royal, and, right? Um, huh. There's no. Oh yeah, because they do have that scene where they teach her how to be royal. Exactly. When she's like, "If I say it's easy, it is," and I was like. Okay, that's a pretty good point actually. It's like honestly, I mean it's like they they took half of it from that and then half of it from I don't know, and then like a quarter from Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. And then like it does the feel other pastiche, quarter. doesn't but, it? Yeah, it pastiche is the right word for it. Um but at the same time, it is the most boo-boo looking movie I've ever seen in my it is, life. It looks so bad. What I on mean, earth? I will say, like the the since we talk about costumes in this, the costume design was pretty clever. I liked her like big little like Soviet jacket that yes. she's wearing at the beginning. I know you would like that. Well, because it seems like something I would wear. It does. <laughs> it does that's <laughs> yeah. correct. And then like at the end, they give her like her classic Disney princess dress. It's like got sparkles mm-hmm. and shit on it. They just I mean, make her look like Ariel it looks like Belle's dress too it's oh, like yeah. like the color is kind of yellow and it's like disney prince this is an this is a amateur move
1: Yellow is a rare
0: but iconic call always well, and they all kind of have that. their own signature color you know well, i guess they do huh yeah interesting so like if you get green it's gonna be tiana and if you get pink it's gonna be Sleeping beauty okay you know yeah what about well blue is cinderella blue is cinderella is anyone purple no, not that I know of. I mean, Ariel's shells are purple, so sometimes they'll use that in her colors, but I don't think anyone had a purple dress, to my knowledge. Ariel Yellow probably, is Belle, obviously. It, yes, yes, of course. Interesting. Well, a Green was Tinkerbell before Tiana. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, I think Tiana's iconic dress is actually maybe blue or, like, white or something. Mm-hmm. But you associate her with green. Well, and like Blue all also her branding is green. Very much belongs to Elsa now. Yeah, it does. That's true. I wonder if that's technically a period piece. I mean, we can't. It is. Yeah, it's like what, like the 20s? Uh, no, the Frozen. Yeah. The Frozen. The Frozen. No, it's 19th century, like Hans Christian Andersen era. Okay, I think we should do the Hunchback of Notre Dame next. Bitch, I was but, hoping you would say that. But I, I, would not mind keeping Frozen in the back pocket. Yeah. I It's something. It's something you should know about me. Turns out I really like Frozen. It's good, and I like Two even better. Yeah, <laughs> Two. <laughs> two is good. It is good. It's, it's it grows on me. Yes, the songs are really good in it they really are they really are um hunchback of Notre Dame I'm excited about I remember I have a very strong sense memory tied to this we were flying to Hawaii uh-huh, when uh-huh. I was like five Yeah. and I had um you know they used to really like carve crayons in the image of things back yes. when I was a kid like I think I had hunchback crayons it's like great this is kind of useless yeah and I had like a hunchback coloring book and that flight was interminably long but I just remember like sitting there next to you being like I got all this work to do in this comic book all I remember from that flight was watching the Brady Bunch movie oh wow but I was the age oh I my guess, nose to watch that. yes that's a period piece <gasps> that's a period piece George Glass <laughs> we should do that that'll be fun that would be fun you know what else we should watch sometime this summer huh. when we're done with the animated is Daisy Confused you still haven't I still haven't seen it I would like to watch that and then it's a it's not like technically a sequel but it's like a spiritual sequel because um, I haven't seen it yet Everybody Wants Some yes which good. I think has um it's another link later, yeah yes I think it has Wyatt Russell on it oh word which would be the right thing to do it would be, if you're it making would be... a movie set in the early 80s you should do that exactly he's got an 80s face um and his parents were 80s icons naturally um. Anyways, so... Uh, oh, another thing I was going to read about this development mm-hmm. was apparently they basically wrote this with Meg Ryan being the only... Yeah, because they sent her choice. that animation sample so she yeah. would do it. She was like, God. I'm not so hot on this idea. Yeah, but uh, they... <laughs> The animation team took an audio clip of her from Sleepless in Seattle, which is, like, rude. Kind of weird. You know what I would like to do, um, also at some point, not animated, and maybe in the fall when we go back to our studies. Right. Uh, Although, I will tell you, I have done more research for the animated movies. I think I think this is reigniting my passion for this good this I'm glad. Uh, creative projet of ours But um but we haven't think we've done the Kenny Brainy Hamlet with when he's got a shock of white hair I still have not I still Wait, haven't yeah, done it we've left a few classics untouched we have so far yeah um Something to think about. Maybe maybe another in one because I don't know. Excellent. A lot of people die in Hamlet. There's a skull monologue. It's spooky. It's spooky. And I've There's also got Red Macbeth, which is witches. Well, the Scottish play is what you really should be oh, calling no. it. I know. I know. Uh, Anyways, yeah. So uh, Hunchback next week. Hunchback next week. God, Disney has no shortage for us. I know. They got yeah. us hooked up. Yes. I God, I have not watched Hunchback in years. I wonder um, <laughs> how much the problematic word gypsy is used. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, probably much. Sorry, I I was trying to hold that season and I just couldn't. I couldn't do it anymore. It's all over your sleeve, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's really bad. That is. Probably wrap it. Yeah. really trying to end this pretty quickly i'm like holding <laughs> my nose and it didn't work wow beautiful anyways yeah uh let's watch that uh very bizarre disney flick and we'll rejoin next week to yes. discuss it yes All right, bye, bye.